let's see how she looks. Ooh. It depends what my voice is kind of doing. I think I think this is about right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit closer. Just, no, you're. It's perfect. I think we just run off, guys. Can you tell already who it is? Is this the eighth time? Ninth? Twelfth? Baker's dozen. This might be a Baker's dozen. It's Don Tebow, folks, and we've been needing an update for a little while, but we're going to get to that. I want—I had to jump. I had to put something in here first. Folks out there who have not listened to Don's podcast, it's called Irregardlessly. It's made by the Don freaking Tebow Association. What's the DFT stand for? Uh, DFT International. Wait, is this going to be an explicit podcast? Because that's <laughs> going to say if I bleep, if I go Don Bleep International. <laughs> uh, don't make me bleep anything, Don. <laughs> All right, so Don Bleeping uh, International LLC. It started for my refing company, so I can base from a tax perspective. It works out pretty well for kind of making sure your income can be kind of lowered. Just in case you're, but basically, if I as long as I turn a profit with my refing over once every five years, I can maintain a loss, which will basically take away from my adjusted gross income. Wow, dude, you're giving them the whole scheme. You're giving them you're giving the IRS everything they need. Correct. <laughs> it will you will lose money auditing me based the amount of hours oh, you pay an auditor. Oh, Don's cocky. I I meant you're giving them everything they need for like a tax fraud lawsuit or a, a, a conviction here, but you're like, "No, I'm giving them everything they need to know not to come mess with me." Well, not when you're making four figures a year, they're not going to come after you. <laughs> four figures of pesos. All right. So, Don, the uh the DFT International uh also so all your profits for your podcast are also running through the same company. Ooh, that's probably going to be Ooh, what else would a good name be? Uh, we could start a we could start a podcast starting a like. whole new Diamond Don Dynamite Dan Wait, Dynamite Don I DT squared, DT squared, <laughs> oh, God, universal. You know what? I have always despised the using <laughs> powers, using like ar arithmetic powers, just because there's repeated letters in, a, in, in an acronym. I've never, that one's never done it for me. If you really want to go, then we should go D squared, T squared, unless you want parentheses in our name. What about, <laughs> oh man, that would be weird. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Now you had to put out the math stuff. Or you could just do D times DT squared. That would add, anyway. Um, and I have a more important thing I have to point out here. I went back and listened to, to both non-me episodes of your podcast, and it was great. Thank thought, you for I being thought, the first one, by the way. I thought you were natural. I thought you did really great. I and I, I don't remember who the bloke was on your uh, more more football related podcast. Oh yeah, the second one. I uh, basically threw my dog when we were at Forest mm. Park. He is again. People have either know what my dog's name is about with Didier Dogba, or they're just like, "Is it Didier? That's yeah. such a cool sure, name." Sure, you, if you know, you know. Otherwise, and yeah. this guy knew, and he was there traveling for work over here because he worked for a property management company. And yeah, we basically, me and my friend, uh, person we play volleyball or, volley, or not volleyball, kickball with, Nooner, we kidnapped him. Shoutouts. Took him to the crib after Forest Park, took him to Amsterdam, took him out, and then the second time he came back, came on the podcast. Yeah, that was awesome. No, he was great. I thought it was awesome. Um, the next one, there was a lot of really interesting information about like charities and all sorts of, you know, 401c, whatever, 501, whatever it is. And I thought, boy, this is really interesting stuff, too. I thought it had similar vibes of like, hey, you, you're just having fun talking, but then you learn some interesting stuff. And I thought that was cool. I thought it was awesome. And you had to achieve that by your very second episode. It probably took me 20 before I had one that anybody thought felt natural or cool. So Don, big surprise. He's a natural. So if you haven't listened to Don, go check him out. And that's for the less than 10,000 listeners I have. And if you get a percentage of those, Don, you might be below 
you might be down to like single listeners by that point but hey that's how well i'm going for neither quality nor quantity <laughs> yeah. yeah no kidding man what's with the, what's the deal with qual uh, with quantity don we all knew that the quality was going to be great but the quantity is really suffering lately what's going on uh well been crazy busy with work um roughing starts next week for, or next month for college and i've been finishing my basement which is a complete pain in the ass because if you have a sloped basement because it was built in 1930 and the ceiling clear space is about six four. What does he say? About six four? Oh, it ain't much. Uh, yeah, under yeah. I mean, I literally have to bend over for some of the HVAC stuff. With the, yeah, without any type of ceiling at all, it's been interesting because my neighbor is helping me with all the framing. He's ex-military as far as an engineer, which obviously helps with putting up walls. Well, yeah, putting up the walls and actually having a contractor to trust because I've heard it's a nightmare out there. I just like he's ex-military. It's like shout-outs, appreciate your service, but what does that have to do with framing that wall? Well, he's, got, he's got basically going to be the bouncer for downstairs. Oh, I see. He, okay, it's ex-military. <laughs> so you had to ask him, like, like tactically, how should I put these walls up so we can keep out the riffraff? Oh, it's going to be like the murder holes in old castles. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody's going to be able to drop drop a piece of drywall and then shoot a crossbow out. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there will be a lot of hinges and, and, and so forth typical north county justice yeah absolutely do we both grew up in north county hey you don't have to t you're preaching to the choir here i guess we do have listeners out there allegedly but anyway hey you want to take a look at where my listeners are from lately i've got i've got weirdly a bunch more new ones and i think they're all fake but um i have a couple in st louis kind i'm of, excited kind of feels a little <laughs> weird seeing these but uh let's see um it, it'll tell me I, i'm waiting for it to say like north korea or something Analytics. I think Internet and North Korea don't it's really. Not, they don't have good go bandwidth. Well. It's not good bandwidth, and they have even worse bandwidth over there. But all right, check it out. <laughs> Popularity of listeners, listenership, eighty-five percent United States, eighty-five percent. You got That's some people in Libya. It looks like. Look, dude, Norway, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> India. <laughs> okay, none of those. <laughs> South Africa. Yeah, right. Yeah, Sudan. Holy oh. shit, Saudi Arabia! You weren't kidding. What is going on? Georgia, Tbilisi. Represent. I spend two hours a day going over to Globe, like the actual ones that spin that actually have like the contours, like the topography with mountains and stuff raising. Dude, I wasn't kidding. Tbilisi, and we are actually getting into some straight up. Did you say Belize instead of yeah. Belize? Tbilisi isn't oh, that the capital Tbilisi. city of of Georgia? No, I know if that's what. What is the capital of Georgia? Is that Atlanta? Right it's Atlanta, right? Well, both Atlanta, Georgia, and Austria? Georgia, Georgia. I mean, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Are these like that it accidentally played over? Like they have really bad Spotify, so it doesn't know how to suggest the next song. So they can fall asleep, and it just does an autoplay. But since the algorithm's really effed up over there, it autoplays accidentally on a completely random podcast, and it chose mine or something. You might be getting some like, if once people finish all of their Alex Jones podcasts, they might be just like yeah. following into you just it, based on the algorithm. Right, based on the fact that we share a lot of the same beliefs about early arting like Flat Earth and stuff. Not the stuff you guys were thinking, but... Um, do I share any any beliefs with Alex Jones? Probably some. I assume he likes pizza. I like pizza. but after He that, likes food. You can tell from yeah. just his overall demeanor. After that, I think it probably dries up pretty quick. <laughs> this man's got some pretty silly beliefs. Almost 1% from United Kingdom. Shout out. A bunch of great, a bunch of, uh, bunch of good blokes over blokes, there. Blokes, yeah. yeah. Germany, though. My second best. My second, or sorry. Your second, second best impression? My, my second most. <laughs> <laughs> That might have been it. I drew him in with, with the uh, this guy's scientist or whatever his name was. Um, Germany, 10% of my of my listenership coming from Germany. So how's it going? On? I, I should probably learn to say something not 
not offensive or just offensive by accident, like my uh, brilliant German accent. Well, hey, next time I'm coming through, my, my good German folk out there, I'm going to have something ready for you guys. And also, the great nation of Ukraine that we are, that the United States, I guess, is supporting these days, and uh, is two-tenths two, two of a percent of my listenership. So how's it going out there, guys? I also don't know how to say anything in your language. Don, you should really look into your listenership, too, because you're using Transistor as well, right? Correct. You should, you're going to be able to see this, and I want to see if yours is as buckwild as mine. Thailand? Slovakia? I'm going for the Iceland crowd. Oh, you know, Iceland is covered in green. I got Ireland. I got no Iceland over here. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, shout-outs to all the listeners. I don't really pay Ooh, attention anymore. we can make anymore, this a contest. But whatever you guys are doing out there, you guys rock. Thanks for listening. Uh, we have fun doing it. And, man, if you have a little bit of fun listening. Nobody in Mexico? That's awesome. uh, no, it's like it's a little light blue. It says two downloads. Ooh, two. <laughs> that would be dose, my friend. I didn't know you could hover over them and see the total downloads. Brazil, one downloads. South Africa, one accidental downloads. Holy shit. Saudi Arabia, one. Algeria, one Spain two that means they get they came also for me and then they came back all of India one download shout outs my guy Thailand uh, one. Russia Philippines really? one uh, six. Oh. oh my gosh you have six oh. Russian oh it's my god it's a big country Don it's are you a, a really, sleeper agent it's a really big country Don I don't know Canada three is that how you pronounce that um, let's see Germany oh. 101 downloads dude that's well done I got the algorithm. You got Germany and Russia I on your the side. Algorithm that has never out. gone. All right, great for the US. I know that people are really loving this right now. Um, okay, so shout out to Don Tebow's podcast. Give it a listen. He's actually really good. Don, you need to the the quality's great. Get the frequency up. Enough said on that. Um, Lovely. You said you've been busy with yep. refing, uh, well, uh or preparing for like things are starting to spool up. Yeah, uh, so D1 usually have their friendlies. They're going to start. I think I have three friendlies, four friendlies in April. I'm actually missing some City SC games able to, to be to able to go ref. What in the hell is a friendly? You always hear that on – then it's like, well, what's the point? If it's it, – it, does friendly just mean it has no stakes in terms of like uh, – in terms of implying Points, who, playoffs. Whatever. Friendly has – that's the only thing that makes a friendly a friendly is – yeah, it has no bearing on any type of awards or anything else. And then people, as a referee, from me talking with multiple people, like people who've done FIFA matches, friendlies are the hardest thing to ref because the referees approach it as a friendly, how we're not going to overreact. Let's keep 11 players on the field. Oh, play on, says the referee. Yeah, it's basically we kind of lower the threshold. For, well, I'm sorry, we increase the threshold of what we're going to have mm. for yellow and red cards because you want everybody to stay on there. But players do not have a switch that they can turn on and turn off that says, oh, I'm out here to have fun and it's a friendly versus I am a peak athlete. Yeah, so some and people – that switch, that switch never comes out. So some people are acting competitive. Then the other guy might be like, oi, mate, what's the deal, mate? It's, it was a friendly, mate. Is that your Russian accent? Uh, I, can't, I can't tell what that was. I think it was trying to be like a, a British <laughs> of some sort. But uh, all right, I'm going to hell for that. We'll beep the whole thing. No, wait. No editing. It stays in. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So you think you you think it arises because different players have a different like dial back, or I don't think there it, is well, no dial back. I don't think there is a dial back. Well, so next thing you know, somebody kicks another dude in his teeth, and you're like, play on. Well, I mean, you definitely give a red card then, <laughs> but like some of the stuff, it's like, yeah, that could be a yellow card. It's not going to be. So it's just the referee approach and the overall approach that the fans are expecting it to be a friendly versus players who. They shouldn't have a switch. If you're a peak athlete, you can't just 
go out there and f around for oh, 90 minutes dude you really think so man well i guess that i guess maybe it's different you've seen those matches though where they mic up the tennis players and then they'll go out and just kind of hit hit 80 percent at each other right i mean yeah that's similar but it's more so i guess contact sports it would be different because with contact sports there's the more risk of injury like volleyball we've played a couple teams that there's some people that are cheering on their team like it's they're still playing competitive even though yeah yeah we're there just like screaming hooting hollering every single point right versus people, yeah, the, it can, yeah it can spiral one way or the other and that's i mean again in a competitive atmosphere that's exactly what you need and if you don't it's i would say it's detrimental to have that off switch if you want to become a peak athlete. Sure, I hear what you're saying. No, you're absolutely right, Don. And I think I think we discovered. No, I mean I realized early on that that's that's the only thing holding me back. I, and it's true, it's real. Is um I just have a soft spot for humans. I just care about people too much, and and I'm not able to keep that aggressiveness up at all times. And that's really that's essentially that's why I'm not an NBA star right now. But I but it's okay. You know what I mean? It's like hey. The humanity inside of me—that's—that's uh, that's the real me, and I don't deny that. You know what I mean? Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll—I'll I'll be accepting my award at any time now for most awesomest, bullshit uh, <clears throat> human being. Are you a smug smuggler, or? Uh, or a smuggling smug person? I don't know. I'm done. I think the other part is I don't think I have an on switch unless somebody pisses <laughs> me unless somebody it, pisses me that's off. That's a better joke. That's a better joke. Because <laughs> unless it's like coed soccer, if people start being overly aggressive, then I'll kind of turn it on. But yeah, you kick them just, in the teeth, and then you get a red card though. Their because teeth, it's not their, a, their teeth, their teeth hit my foot. <laughs> yeah, this guy, accidentally. This guy bit my shoe. What the heck is up with that? This I play with steel-toed boots when I play soccer. And the just, refs are like, "Play on." Yeah, it's a friendly, mate. Yeah, it's a friendly. Sorry, I didn't mean to decapitate your boy over there. There's no intent. Oh my gosh. So, all right, what else, Don? I have a question for you. Um, gulp. I was trying to do a gulp thing, but that's a thing you see the in cartoons. Board. Yeah, just, just with gulp. You only get one. One sound per I, podcast. I looked into soundboards, by the way. I, I use Audacity because it's easy and I don't feel like learning anything new and does not have support for MIDI input. So those little light-up boards that you see at some guys have that have like little sound effects you can queue up. Yep. I don't think there's there's no easy way to do that. And I am I think I'm too lazy to go learn something new. So yeah, we're just going to have to go for imagine a gulping sound. All right, I'm ready for your question, Don. So might be the first time you know, being here multiple times and using your restroom, washing my hands, obviously. Uh, you have some, what seems to be a cream in like some cream, topical cream that says acai for boobies. Oh, no, 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 no. It's acai is how you pronounce that. That's the word you're worried about? And it says acai, <laughs> your boobies. It's supposed oh, to your be boobies. cute. It's supposed to be cute. It's supposed to be like, I see you. I see your boobies. That's the name of the product, and it's from some company who thinks they're really cute and sp smart. I don't know. It I did worked. Not, I did not purchase it, nor did I receive it. I believe that is a bear, a a bear only product. And the other one is something like something about booty, something about butt, right? And so I think they're trying to be they're trying to be cutesy about well, well, boobies you, and butts. If you acai your booby, what uh -huh. would you do to your booty? What would be the proper uh, banana your booty? Oh no, no, oh no, never mind. Do I'll hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome to go look. You're welcome to go look. It's not as it's not as uh, punny 
it's not it's not as solid as the first one. It's like we came up with something cute for the boobies, and then we just sort of shoehorned in whatever would fit in the butt <laughs> for the butt. So it's basically like most sequels. It just does. It's just not the same. It's just not as good. Uh, yeah, you came up with a really good idea. Like a lot of times, you'll see you'll see uh, guys do review videos of like the worst horror movies mm-hmm. and you'll see a common theme which is somebody came up with one really interesting and really shocking or really really good idea for a horror scene or concept but then they had to build an entire movie around it and so the rest of the movie is just garbage but in order to release the one you can't just release a five minute movie you got to mm-hmm. build 85 minutes yep. of garbage around it as a transport mechanism for the good idea so that you so that a couple people can call you a genius and you can feel all good i think somebody decided to make an entire product line beauty product line because they had one good pun and it's not even that good and so then the rest of the product itself the packaging the labeling marketing and then all the other products to fill out what you'd call a product line I think are all just in support of that one good pun that one person was really proud of one probably an instagram celebrity or instagram half celebrity and that's just my guess this is everything i've come up with because i go in there and pee a lot more often than you and i see it and my mind kind of runs wild so that's, that's where i think that i'm 99 percent sure that that's what's happening also i think the person who would potentially be the owner and creator of this would be like zach galifianakis character from <laughs> the hangover oh, where he's yeah. just like oh I see your boobies. And then, like, when he's coming down the elevator right before he does all the gambling stuff and he's, like, throwing all those equations up in his head, that's where I could see would potentially be the origin story. Somebody figures out, they realize that that garbage that they just sort of farted out of their mouth is actually something that could be turned into hundreds of hundreds of dollars. And uh, yeah. that's, what, that's what our podcasts are for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I don't have a whole entire company to launder my podcast money. I actually pay taxes on the zero dollars per. Uh, per lifetime that I earn from podcasting, Don, it's not about the money. How come? How many times that just because you're in finance or your your job is surrounds that, that not everything's about. You really got to let it go. You need an off switch, Don, or an on switch for the <laughs> soft spot for humanity <laughs> yeah, that you right. seem to always no, just have. No, no, no. I have full control over it, Don. I have full control over my on and off switch. Is it, like a, right. is it a dimmer switch where you can kind of just go half humanity type no, thing? Hundred percent on and off. You've just never seen it on because because I'm lying. because it doesn't exist all right uh all right so we've talked we've we've covered boobies we've covered um acai berry dude did i ever tell you this story about how i was in (laughs) i used to go to the gym i used to spend in college i spent my time in two places like my my room and the gym and occasionally class when there's exams and stuff and and uh and so i would i kind of met some people at the gym but I don't know, because I, I kept to myself. But I, there was some kid I recognized there for a couple of years. Finally, the kid decided he was my friend. He was nice enough. And he said, hey, man. <laughs> he's like, uh, he made friends with me one day. And the very next day, he's like, hey, I was wondering if you'd want to come with me to this thing. I got invited, but I don't want to go by myself. I just really need someone to go with me. I was like, what? And I was like, um, okay. And we went out there, and dude. It was like 12 people at this at this quote-unquote party at like 5 p.m. on a Thursday or something and at some person's house. And uh, some dude is like, if I could have your attention, I'd just like you guys uh, to take a quick watch of this video. I have a short video I'd like you to watch. It was an hour-long infomercial for an acai berry product that cures cancer. And you just have to sign up. 
and then sign up three of your friends. And if they each sign up three of their friends, and you see where this is going. So I got I got roped into a pyramid scheme presentation. And uh, but the thing is, I didn't have a car at the time. So this kid had come to pick me up, and I was about two miles off campus. So I was stuck there. What did he pick you up in? Yeah, it was a purple Honda Prelude. <laughs> so this is like Scientology meets a pyramid scheme, basically, as far as uh, I don't know. I mean, logic I think, behind it. Sorry for any Scientologists out there. Oh, uh, not, not sorry for you guys. Uh, I it's probably a guy from South Africa. It, it was. Um, so let's see. No, it was just like anything else. I think I think most of those they they advertise larger than life results and stuff. They act, they act like their product is way better than it is because that's the least of the lies. You know, the lies are all about profitability and. So, uh, you know, like three percent of people that that spend money on these things actually turn a profit and all that kind of stuff. So I've always assumed there's nothing about these products are just yeah. It, it doesn't matter what the product is; it's garbage. The product is absolute snake oil, and then it's just basically fooling people into believing that they have more control over their Facebook friends than they think they do. <laughs> like you have you have nine hundred Facebook friends, you're going to be able to turn at least three hundred of those into prime sellers, and it's like no, two maybe. And, and they're going to hate you. So I don't know. It was really gross. But acai was the key ingredient. I remember I remember my first thought was, I actually felt dumb because my first thought was like, I saw some title of something. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to sit here and listen to about acai berries for the next hour. And then when the guy pronounced it acai, I was like, dang, I couldn't even get that right. Like, how did I get myself roped into this? Well, basically, I figure we can take the weatherman approach when we're actually doing podcasts. I would say about 33% of the stuff we'll say will, is actually true or will come true. And a we're just going to always just go off that 33%. A lot of big word fluff, and then we really highlight we really highlight those parts where, where it wasn't complete garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like that approach, John. Um, is that, are you, so are you trying to tell me something about your rate of honesty? Well, light, I, think light, the Akai, I think just the Akai berries, <laughs> um, that's a very false pretense in which they were delivering. The really true way to cure cancer is to kill all the robot birds by the government who are spouting 6G everywhere. Oh, and that's what's yeah. causing cancer. Well, we know that. You and I know and that. And obesity. You and I know that. It's, 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 it's easy for us to understand. Maybe. All right. So I don't. I think a lot of folks out there don't know this. Folks, do you want us to tell you about? You do. You do want us to tell you. Okay. A lot of times people don't want to hear. Hey, we'll be happy to share with you guys if you want. How many um, lizard underlords do you have listening underneath the mantle of the earth? At the moment, we just looked through the. I don't think any. <laughs> it wasn't a three D print. It was two D. They didn't show like a three D globe. That's a good point. That it was only surface creatures. Right, surface is what dwellers. They were talking about. Yeah, that's where my other ten thousand listeners are. <laughs> Subterranean. We finally solved it. <laughs> Yep, subterranean <laughs> lizard species people. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think any of them are listening because the thing is, there's no circadian rhythm down there. They don't see the sun, so they sleep at re- they'll they'll sleep 90 days and then they're up for the rest of the year. I think this is their hibernation period. Well, this is the only thing that's broadcasting down there, so technically <laughs> we are the sun. Is that why nobody's getting it? Because it's going straight down and then it ripples through the earth over to Saudi Arabia and Germany. Maybe that's that's, how, that's where oil comes from. Maybe Germany is like exactly on the opposite side of the hemisphere from us, or some somehow there they get like the second. We figured it out. We figured it out. Wait, dude. what do you mean hemisphere? It's well, it's flat. The <laughs> Earth is flat. I don't know where this. Oh, have you ever hemisphere seen those? Have you ever is. seen those videos of like an uh, a parabolic reflector, and you can shoot a pool ball at any spot? It always bounces to the same focal point. Or if you have an ellipse, and you shoot a cue ball from one of the f- 
the foci of the ellipse it always passes through the other one maybe that's what's going on is this the earth is flat but it's elliptically shaped we're at one of the focal points germany's at the other one so all of my all of my emissions are bouncing off and then re uh reconcentrating over there in uh good old uh good old germany i don't know a nickname for germany you talk smart i like it yeah i it's uh we figured it out folks and then what then what of the subterranean is it just you still can go straight down and there's lizards well it's almost like the um it's flat but it's <laughs> it's a girthy earth Oh, it's an earth dude. with girth. So yeah. it's like pretty thick. It's not like it's just, it's flat, but there's multiple levels yeah, going yeah, down. Happy girth day to me. I tell you what, there's, um, Ooh, and uh, how deep are the lizards? And in, in miles, not kilometers. You, uh, it probably depends upon, never mind, not going to make that comment. Mm -hmm. We're just going to move forward. Um, yep. <laughs> where the girthiness is on different parts of the earth? You think oh. it's reflective of oh, overall? Yeah. Dude, I'm curious about a lot of things. I feel like we're losing some listeners right now over there. If uh, over there in Germany, certain are very certain places are very girthy, and certain places are not so girthy as far as Earth. Yeah, we've heard that, and there's a lot of stereotypes that you hear about. They make jokes about them in like '90s movies and stuff about who you know where there's more girth, all that kind of stuff. And we don't want to get into those because I think those are unsubstantiated. But um, uh, personally, <laughs> I, I, I like to I like anywhere that there are not robot dinosaurs is kind of my thing, right? You think they're on the bottom? Nah, I don't know. Because if they're robots, they, they like they won't fall off the bottom of the flat Earth because they have claws that will kind of go. They into have the like earth. A, a they have like a a grappling hook kind of mechanism. Where do you think Transformers, whatever oh, that Transformers was, came from? Where do I think they came from? I think we put a mirror on the side, like put two mirrors on the side of the Earth, so you can actually like see one over the other, one angle, and see that's like what what's it, going on that, below. That's I think. what an eclipse is. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Where do you think clouds come from? Exactly. Robot bird <laughs> exhaustion. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> uh, speaking of robot birds, I feel like I had a very, very realistic encounter with robot birds the other day. And you, people might be thinking, robot birds? That sounds like a video game or something. No, no, no. This was something different. This was very realistic. I felt like I was fighting them almost in uh, in very in three dimensions. Or were they something. angry? Uh, they were. They seemed pissed off. They were shooting slow-moving orange orbs at me that appeared to take health away from me, although I didn't feel it. What does your health bar look like in real life? My health bar, it's getting low. It's starting <laughs> to blink. It's starting to blink. Um, well, does it shrink as much as much like total health you have? Like that shrinks? Oh, or? It's a horizontal. It's just a bar chart. It's like any other video game you're used to seeing. And mine's in the yellow zone. It's about what, 30%. Yeah. And what about your like magic? What would your magic bar be? Like what? Not magic, but would it be like? Talent, exertion, I started, caring for humanity bar. <laughs> I actually started as a – I my character is modeled after uh, – it's the nerd trope. It, 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 so it gives you extra uh, – Intelligence. No, extra nothing, and then you don't have magic or any of the other Or abilities. charisma. Yeah, right. You have you, nothing. You have right? zero on the charisma. And you start at 33% health. <laughs> <laughs> but if you never leave the house, it doesn't go down, so <laughs> – Oh my gosh! Um, I don't have any of those any of those things. Now, what I was referring to there, folks, if you couldn't figure it out, was one of these new technologies that's out there, where video games go from two dimensions to three dimensions. And Donald has recently come upon some of this tech, and we sampled it last week. Correct. <clears throat> so it is the PlayStation VR two. We downloaded Call of the Mountain, which is like its uh, flagship. 
It's like, like its flagship yeah, game. It's Horizon, Call of the Mountain, right? So Horizon is a H O R, not W H O. Yeah, they, they, I don't think they thought that. Horizon, and you're telling me that it Her. sounded like it had a silent, a silent W there. I guess it's how much you. How much you pronounce the H <laughs> is what makes you think there's a W there. Oh, you're saying what weird. Oh, um, but yeah, so it's awesome. I mean, it's incredible. So you put on this goggles. You basically die like all the way to your eyes. So it's just all encompassing on the lenses. It can follow your actual just um, what your eye movement is, not your head movement, your actual eye movement. You know, pupil tracking or eye tracking or whatever. Correct. Yeah, and so you put this on. And we're in my living room. It's about what, about a four by five, oh. by, six by six no, space. No, where we were before, we probably had uh, close to eight by eight total. I mean, you okay. could definitely okay. put both arms all the way out and spin if you had to, but you didn't have a ton of room to be scooting left to right, but plenty of room to kind of flail your arms around. Like we had enough room. Yeah, and then so it just completely envelops you, and you actually, like when I was first trying it, like I am at a athletic stance like feet staggered one in front of the yeah, other you're like because balancing. you're like oh my god i am looking around it's and i trippy. will yeah you can't help but you can't help but well i mean this is probably no surprise to people and anybody who's done it is like no kidding if you haven't done it it's probably the audience i'm after is like they, they yeah you, that's what we were yeah. you will absolutely be surprised by when you climb it's got your face right up against the thing you're climbing on. You almost feel like you're going to scrape your face and you're like trying to kind of pull your head back to get a better look at it and like reaching behind you to get a better grip on these vines or whatever you're climbing. It's really wild how immediately immersed you are. Like it takes no training for it to automatic to have you feeling like you're there and you just can reach down and pick up apples and huck them into a barrel. And you yeah, can, like knocking arrows, you have to pull, like go behind your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Bring it they forward, do like a quiver, put your like, other hand forward, and then you actually have to release yeah, it. And, and it's wild how just immediately intuitive it is. Like you're just like, I can't, you look at a bow and arrow and you're like, not that any of us could pick up a real one and do it, but the, the concept of the motion is very intuitive. I'm going to have to stick an arm out and then I'm going to have to draw back this, this, this arrow and then kind of aim the thing, and it just works in the game. It's like, man, I know this is a million-dollar, a billion-dollar industry, and they've had, what, you know, five, six, seven years now to work on it, but I couldn't believe how immediately it has you feeling like you're there, not just, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, absolutely, because if, like, you, you're, like, walking by cliffs, <clears throat> and you have to, like, look over some, and you might, like, you can fall down one. <laughs> yeah. You are getting about as low as you can and uh, almost uh. crawling up to the side of this <laughs> cliff, like barely, barely peeking over. But if you can see on the television screen what True. You, what uh, you are doing, so the other person, Don and I were there. So when he was in there playing, I wasn't ex I wasn't feeling what he was feeling, but I could see s what he was up to because it would also just play on the regular TV screen for yeah, me to mirrors. watch. So I can, <laughs> yeah, because of those cloud mirrors. No, so so I can so we can kind of laugh along together. I can watch whether he's beating the bad guy or what he's doing. But man, when he's in there, he feels like he's about to topple over the edge of a cliff. <laughs> it's crazy. And you are barely peeking over like your head to yeah. see the side. It's like you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. In reality, if you just look at somebody without the TV screen, there's like, this guy's an idiot. Sorta. I don't know. I never quite felt that way. You'll see guys, uh, you'll see videos of people where it's like they have to like jump over something in VR and they slam themselves face first into the TV <laughs> screen. It's like, Maybe if you're drunk or it's like, or this is just some old person who doesn't have a clue. I, I don't know. Those are pretty extreme. Yeah, those people are idiots. But anybody else I see, if I if I see them look, I don't know. You remember those videos? It reminds me of those videos where some, you're, you're 
your idiot cousin cons you into watching some <laughs> video where it's like, hey, watch you, this. Wait, what? Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Just leave that. In. Your idiot cousin <laughs> cons you into watching some piece of crap video where it's like, can you can you solve the maze in ten seconds just by looking at it, and it forces you to really focus on the screen, and then some scary picture comes up, and and the speakers, you know, and then like a screaming sound, and people fall out of their chair and stuff, and it's like I don't feel bad, or sorry, I feel bad for those people. I don't, you're not an idiot for doing that. You just got conned into something stupid, and so like for the first when you when there's these videos of we're gonna play a prank on on our auntie by putting this thing on her head and then having it do some jump scare thing to her, and she falls over the coffee table. It's like no, that was just mean. That was just cruel. Like, she's not stupid because immediately you and I were doing the same thing. You hunch down real low, and it's like, holy crap, the stimulus you're feeling in here is like 75% feels like a real ass. It feels like you're on a cliff. Anyway, whatever. Long, a long explanation oh, uh, of a very short concept. And but. then, like, to that point, as far as just, like, getting into the whole VR thing, like, down at the foundry. Yeah, oh, yeah. the foundry. They have a gearbox thing where or a sandbox gearbox something. You can have six people... Go into VR. It's like a zombie hunt thing. They give you this oh, giant room. Yeah, they have yeah, haptic yeah. feedback on the actual like vest they put on you. So like, if a zombie hits you, you can kind of feel a little bit yeah, on yeah, your yeah. chest. But it's, it's like it's, a fully immersive experience. Now, is this thing? Is this an augmented reality where you actually you see what's in front of you and you're physically running around a room? It's walking around the room. There's not that much running, and you have your own little. But yeah, oh, but you, you're, you can you're, move you're traversing giant... feet at a, yards at a time. You're not. And there's and they're they're piping in like images of what's around you, so you're not going to bump into a wall, kind of thing. Oh yeah, I would say it's probably at least thirty by no, I'll say like thirty by fifty yeah, yeah, yeah. rectangle. So, so it's an augmented thing. You can see the you can augmented, see the other people okay. you're playing against. So you're not gonna. It's not like um, when you're it's just so you're you and five people versus zombies. Yeah, when you've or got it's one v one with on. with like they have one v one like night combat where one has a sword or a shield and another person has like a two-handed sword and you're actually fighting each other how many times do you think they come in and they have to break people apart because they started making out and just like it's getting hot and heavy and they're like they stopped fighting and they actually just started hooking up i think that's a different vr room where you don't <laughs> want windows <laughs> oh this one's not okay you can't watch from the this outside. is the back it's the back room yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool so i've heard i thought i think some some podcast must have been rogan or somebody talked about that like in its early stages but I couldn't remember. So there's a there's a big difference between that and like when they wrap a halo around your waist and put you on like a bi-directional treadmill thing. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like just that's think you want to get in the in the front room in the living room. Like if I had like I, me and my friends during the pandemic we got like PlayStation, we play like Apex or like shooter games. Do you know how fit you would be with all the running you did in a shooter game? Yeah. And, you and all the apples, and all the apples you're eating are just fake apples you pick up in the game, and then you throw the core over the cliff. Maybe it's like one of those feed by tube <laughs> things where it'll pump applesauce oh, in your mouth. Pump, pump applesauce in your mouth. What if they can give you? Um, there's haptic feedback, but then what about like what would come on? Somebody come up with a good pun. Where's Claire? I need somebody. Where's craptic what feedback? Would be the, <laughs> <if> it's low <laughs> quality. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, that one works. I was gonna say the other senses like tasting and smelling and stuff. Could there be like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some type of endothermic versus exothermic type. Sure, yeah, sure that you feel cold or hot because of endo feedback. Like, but that would probably be you put like a, you put a whole big controller, you cram it into your mouth, and it vibrates just right to make you taste strawberries whenever you eat strawberries in the game. Or you could have a good like. teeth washing VR thing where you like feel it on your teeth, even though that, that sounds stupid. Just have a mouth guard and ooh. 
Yeah. Yeah, right. It's like, wow, I went to the bathroom in the middle of my zombie murdering game and flossed. I can really feel it happening. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, you actually went to the bathroom <laughs> and now be, you need a... That would that's be, the craptic feedback. That's craptic feedback. There <laughs> we're it is. There. We're getting somewhere. All right, we can't release this podcast until we have trademarks and copyrights in place and NDAs for, the, for Carlos because he overheard all of this. Oh, is that Carlos Industries? <laughs> Carlos Industries? No way, man. We can... He's only two and a half years old. He's not old enough to have his own industries yet. Don. That's, yeah, he's almost 18. In doggy years? <gasps> he is. He's 17 and a half right now. We need to come up with a good 18 senora for Carlos. Well, he can't drink, but we can send him to war. Uh, <laughs> but he's allowed to vote. Oh, I'm nervous who he's going to vote for Ooh. for president of the house. He's going to vote for Bear because she's just so much more charismatic. Now, what Bear would, charismatic. if puppies went to war, what kind of soldier, what kind of responsibilities would Carlos have? I feel like he's one of the radio guys. He's he's got his little short legs. He stays under the he's he's he stays low. You strap a big old radio on him, and then he's just ready. <laughs> he's ready. He jogs up, and anybody anybody who needs to call, he just kind of follows the 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 uh, the captain around. And then where's my radio guy? And he comes running up his little short legs, and then he's got the and no, he doesn't even have to hand you anything. He just shows up next to you. He's got the big unit he's strapped got the build to his back. For it. And then, and then somebody pulls the thing up. We need our support down here right now. My, I'm, I'm losing too many men. And some guy with it chewing a cigar, you know. Oh, and it's like he actually chewed the cigar. It's like well, I mean, basically it's, your Tommy Lee Jones character. It's, just it's that yeah, it's the very the stoic, no nonsense uh, captain. You know, he's fret. Or what's the word? He's uh, he's been through it, so you can see that it's it's taking its toll on him. You know he's pre- he's he's forty three, but he looks experienced veteran. It's yeah, took but a, he's, taking a toll. He's gravelly. He's grizzled. Whatever. Yeah, and he doesn't take no nonsense anymore. Gnarled. No. Yeah. He um uh, right. And so then when he needs something, uh, Lieutenant Carlos comes running up. You can hear him coming because he's got that jangly uh, dog tags. Yeah, cause, uh. yeah, he's got dog tags. <laughs> right. And then surprise, it took us that long to get. And there. then Cap pulls the pulls just pulls the phone off his back. You're a good soldier, Carlos. And he goes, Err. he says some, makes some noise. They hand him a little cookie. He disappears again until next time you need him. Not too bad. Yeah. No, it's good. Lieutenant Carlos, he's a, no, he's a good soldier. All right. But he's got a family back home. That's me and Bear in parentheses. And he's like, this is going to be my last tour. I swear if they send me out again, it'll be too much. You've put in your time, Lieutenant Carlos. You're a good soldier. They're going to send you home. And I tell you what, you're going to have puppies and you're going to live a good life. I hope so. Do you think he actually like, they would actually write like I'm writing home type thing like from the front? Oh, and it would just be a, a paw. He, <laughs> in, be his, a paw in his mind, he's writing this. I hope this letter finds you well. The, the, <laughs> we're being flanked from both sides. Casualties are high, but in, uh, it is my hope that I see you again one day in good spirits. And or, or just like bark into a box, and then you <laughs> cap the box, and then you open up the box. And... In his in his mind, he's writing this eloquent letter. But then when we get it, it's just like a slimy paw print. We're like, ah, Carlos. No, oh, he's looking healthy. Carlos, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yep, I think that's true. Folks out there, what what, so do you, anyway. what do you think out there, guys? Do you think that dogs should they go to war? Would it would be sending letters home? Right, right over to in over my head at protonmail.com. Let us know what you think. We get about a billion emails a day. I read every single one, and if it's good, we'll read you out loud on air. All right. So you want people to send in paw prints of of their dogs? <laughs> oh yeah, or one of those things that people used to like spam the internet with, which was like just ASCII characters, like keyboard characters, but it kind of makes an image because the characters have a different like darkness density or whatever so it's just i think i remember that it's yeah. just like 
it's just like hashtag symbols and slash symbols, but then when you have 10,000 of them, it's a picture of Scarlett Johansson or something like that. Yeah. That could work. No, That's a power a, couple right there. Scarlett and Johansson? Yeah. No, or, it's Johansson. Scarlett and Johansson. It's like Holland <laughs> Oats. Like Holland Oats is one guy. I used to think that the name of the band was Hauling Oats. Like Holland. Holland Oats. Yeah, and I used to think that it was the Teenage Newton Ninja Turtles, like Fig Newtons, because we had never learned the word mutant when I was six years old, but we did know what Fig Newtons were. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, question for you. When do you plan on going to your first ever MLS game? Oh, dude, yeah, whenever you invite me. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm roughing next weekend. I think it'll be like three weekends from now, but yeah, it's awesome. We're going to, so we're going to uh, Juneau, Alaska FC. To check out their home FC, home opener, Juno FC United, <laughs> Juno United. Uh, so Don, um, you actually were at the the home opener for the St. Louis City St. 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 Louis SC. Correct. Uh, game. How did that go? That was wait. Let's, let's tell the folks. So this was just only a few days out. We're only a few days out from it. This was last. This was Saturday, right? And this is now bleep so you can put in whatever day it is here we are on fill in the blank um so yeah so it was the stadiums right by union station so from my house oh so um, you were just able to take a, a good old uh, steam train over there to union station and then and just pop off and oh then... I've, I've forded the river <laughs> at a grueling pace to get down there sure and they got they got uh and they had somebody to take all your bags and things for you and they and you just they just, you just kind of walked on over yep. with your top hat and everything and your can and my monocle i actually yep. do have them i have all three of those just as a heads up it's called the donicle for you for the first of all second of all is it what's the difference between a donicle <laughs> and a danicle <laughs> danicle is a frozen dan that's like it's a, it's a icle like an icicle yours is a uh Actually, I don't know. Monocle. 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 Anybody, if you guys know how to spell monocle, write it in. I'm not looking it up. So you came, So you said it was going to be an all-day celebration Saturday, right? We did a little pickleball with my dad and friends. Correct. Shout-outs, Joe. Shout-outs, Carb. Shout-outs, uh, Casey. A bunch of other people came out. It was fun. We had a good eight. Shout-outs, Brad. Shout-outs, Bob. Shout-outs, Ken. Shout-outs, Other Dan. Shout-outs, gosh, dude, we had a crew. Um, you came out for a couple hours. You had to bounce, though, because you had to get to, like, a pre-party, right? Yep. Hey, Carlos. Oh, you're going? Okay, Bear. See ya. Bye, Bear. You want to be on the pod, Bear? Oh, my gosh. They'll never notice. Hello. That's Bear. That's my wife. Um, Bear, real quick question before you leave. If Carlos was to be in a puppy army, mm. what would his responsibility be and rank? Commander. Okay. C Commander Carlos. So what is he commander of? Like, he who is he responsible like for? Commander Carlos is responsible for the frontline charge. Whoa. So he's got the whistle in his mouth getting everybody a, ready to That's go. a big responsibility. He's kind of got a little bit of short man syndrome. But oh. he's, a, he's, he's probably like Lord Farquaad and he's like on a horse himself. He's a dog on a bigger dog. Yeah. All right. Okay. Come on, Carlos. <laughs> See you in a little bit. I think, he's, I think he smelled what would Didier be. Didier would be like. Ooh, Director yeah. Didier of mm. HR. I think he could be like in charge of the USO show. Like he'd put on a performance for everybody, like for troop morale. Not, I was trying to think like what kind of dog is going to be like a mess hall, right? There's always that army guy who's the one who was cooking up slop for, you know, 60,000 troops every day or whatever. And he's got his whole, 
I know it's AI. <laughs> I, 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 um, Don yeah. definitely did not just mouth something. <laughs> so, all right. So back to the, mm. um, so played pickleball. Yeah, Saturday. Bottom, soccer so game. usually from what it was like, there was arch madness. There was something going on at the convention center. What, wait, wait, wait. Oh, these are different events taking place on the, same, the day. same day. Okay. So there's something at the convention center and there's downtown and there's the thousands of people that are going to be tailgating, not even having tickets. So I look to go meet up with my friends. So that's Shrewsbury to Dogtown. You think that's a maybe five minute drive? That was thirty two dollars. Around like oh, like Uber. four o'clock. Yeah. Oh, you drove yourself home after pickleball, cleaned up, and then you Correct. Ubered over there just so you could be free. I of- was gonna Uber over there so I could get a ride down there, but I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna walk down to the bottom of my. I'm gonna walk down two blocks and there's the Metro Link. Yeah. Two fifty one way ticket. And then just hop back. Hell yeah. So that's how it started as far as just, oh my, I'm actually going to take the Metro. Well, then where'd your 32 bucks come from? That's what it was going to be when Ah. I was looking. Oh, so did you just Metroed it? Yeah. I'd done that. Whenever I lived over in U City, yeah, it was like a mile plus. It was a mile something walk to the the, uh, the Tro station over in Clayton. But it was like, if the weather was nice, yeah, if I'm trying to get downtown, I'm by myself. Hell yeah, dude. I did that a couple times. And yeah, so we went down there. Met up with a, just different groups of friends all kind of collided down there. They had a puppy bowl down there. <laughs> they, oh, I'm sorry. They had trained puppies doing a whole bunch of stuff, That like the big Purina. That's your USO tr- puppy show. Yeah, Didier would crush it. He would just have to sit there <laughs> and just look at people. Um, so we went down there. There was that. Um, Don Garber, I think I'm doing his name right. The MLS commissioner was down there for like this whole big opening events oh, i mean this guy like most 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 uh major sports league commissioners are like f- freaking tools right you got whoever the ding dong is for the mlb now is just an absolute guy but then who's uh nfl oh, that's goodell. a roger goodell oh my and God. like they and then whoever that him. vampire alien creature is in the nba what is that guy's name fixing the game whatever probably newt i'm assuming <laughs> is his first you, name you know who i'm talking about silver adam silver something like that I have oh, no dude, idea. You got to see this guy. Tell your story, but you're going to okay, you got to so, see this vampire. So around the so it's right by Maggio's if you're familiar just like with where the stadium's at. And so like or I think basically the entire block around the stadium is like shut down and it's it's almost like a concert basically. It's not shoulder to shoulder. You can walk around on the lawn and everything. But I mean, it's there are so many people down there that weren't even going to the game. Well, yeah, they want to come down there for the for the, the the craziness, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So we walk into the stadium, and it's something very special. Your first time walking into a stadium, if you're just in general. So you walk into the stadium, you walk through the tunnel, and you see the pitch for the first time. Ooh, the tunnel. Yeah. Is everybody coming at ground level? Well, you have to. I don't think there's like ways to go. I up. mean, into the actual the what would you call it? Into the like inner, not a tunnel. I would say bowl the, of the. I would say the awning or going underneath. Oh, the, I see. I see what you mean. It's the same thing at the even if you're up top at the ballpark, you still go through a small. You, you go under some seats and it's under something. It has a tunnel feeling, and you sort of emerge out into the. Yeah. So like I saw, let's see, internationally I've seen. Chelsea, Southampton versus a team like this was when they were like three leagues below the Premier League. Walked out, it was incredible. Chelsea versus Aston Villa, that was my number two. USA versus Ghana and Brazil, like it's just this feeling when you walk through the tunnel. Dude, or you the were awning, so patriotic whatever. for the Ghanaian team, right? Oh, I, actually, I was chilling with this dude that was dressed up like the Pope that was from Ghana. I actually got a pretty good picture of that. 
Um, but <laughs> like wa- that walkthrough and just the emotion, the emotions that are kind of reeling inside you from being so excited. The MLS one is pretty much tied with that U.S. Um, World Cup game down in Brazil. Dang, man. Are, as, so is it like for you? Is it like a buildup of the excitement that we're finally going to be a part of the part of Major League Soccer here in St. Louis, or was it? That like just your your affiliation with like leagues leagues very close to MLS and just so you've done it your whole life. Was it the sport? Was it the people? Was it the league itself in specific? What, what what's so exciting about this? Well, I mean, it was just about city stadium investing in soccer anyway, and finally having MLS team. Sure, kind of got dialed down a bit because, of course, guess what? Do you think the majority of the stadium said at the end of the national anthem? Let's go blues. They're basically saying the home of the blues. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Oh, whatever, dude. Hey, who cares? You know uh, what? It's no, nobody take, was hey, saying hey, hey. kick it really loud. Like it's, that was kind of nice. It's gonna take some. Yeah, I heard something about that. Oh, that's right. You were talking to your buddy. You still never told me his name. Who was your? I don't think he ever said his name. Your second guest. Your kid, second guest. Kid oh, guest. that is Mr. White. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Oh, and his wife's name was Black, Black White or something? Well, no, it's kind of, it's, there's a very funny exchange in the episode where this nameology gets kind of hilarious. But yeah, this guy's <laughs> name was Joe White. He lives in what? Reading, which is southwest of so, London. So, you're tell, so what you're telling me is after, he, after you kidnapped him, he decided to come up with a fake alias and gave you a complete lie of a name so that you'd never trace him back down and hunt him down in his own home country. Joe White, really? You buying that? Well, no, I think he just had to buy into it because I did exactly what you said. <laughs> like, he had a name change because I knocked yeah, on his door. Exactly. I'm like, oh. Like, what's your name? His name's Alistair, Alistair McGovern, and he has to go with Joe White. Too good on him on, like, committing to the bit. Absolutely, dude. He did a great job. Uh, okay, so you're on your way out. Oh, you know what I was going to say is, haven't you been crying about not having an MLS team for what? nine ten years and we finally got one and you're a little upset that the f-ing idiots over- oh no not upset at that all the ding-dongs over here don't have a good uh uh chant already there well it's not so much the chant it's just the i think they even do it they basically do it in almost all games so cardinals games uh slew and games the home of the blues. yeah it's a little dorky yeah I- hey i mean it's passion so i'm not that worried about it yeah that's like not good. That's not going to affect. It's just doing what the person next to you does. I don't know if that's necessarily passion. I guess you got to call it something, right? I mean, when everybody gets together to root for the same thing, it's like oh, bunch of sheep. You can't be mad at people for getting excited about their. Oh no, that's what I'm, I'm just right, thinking. Right, that right. was just like the one weird thing that. Anyway, well, what so, are you supposed to say? Let's go. In no, the in the home, home of the brave, of the St. Louis SC. Well, there is a chant where they say that St. Louis is the home of the chupacabras. Like that's one of their like chance that the supporters section does that since when there's only been one game done uh so the st luligans were with the mls team now they were with the stlfc like the team prior oh so there's and okay they, so, so it's been it's been like the third a, tier a pre-existing tier. group of people yep. who, who pre have pre-claimed ownership of this of the fan section of this team even though it should just probably be allowed to completely be its own new thing and grow organically. So as far as growing organically, (laughs) I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. So I have my other friend, you've met him, Dan Kohler. Uh, So we decided to set up a Twitter account that is um, a supporters group for SC. And it is called Friends of Dan. And the only reason you need to be in here is if you know of or you're friends with Dan. And this is Dan Kohler. But I can see something kind of 
evolving from this. Oh, and you think that's going to be the new one? You're going to take over the, 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 the home fan section of the SC games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's and the shorthand, new, by new the way? Chance. What's the shorthand, by the way? So here's a great one I like. Missouri University of Science and Technology, the new name adopted in 2008 of my school, which was formerly known as University of Missouri-Rala, which, you know, there's U, U, University of Missouri-St. Louis, University of Missouri-Kansas City. There's Columbia, which more commonly known as Mizzou. University of Missouri-Rala, they switched to Missouri University of Science and Technology and insisted, I thought this was the only thing they did well with the marketing of this, they said the, there's no other big school that uses just S&T as their kind of like shorthand. And I was like, that's smart. It rolls off the tongue. It's good. MSNT sounds like crap. MST, MUST, it all sounds like shit. S&T, I liked it. That being said, St. Louis Soccer Club, SLSC, what do they go by just for shorthand? Would you just be like, we're going to watch the SC game? Or what would you say? City. Oh, but so, there's no city in the, in the name. S-T-L-S-C. Yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis, isn't it? Is, oh, sorry, maybe I'm ridiculously. St. Louis Soccer Club. Or is it it's St. SC Louis City Soccer SC. Club, right? I, I thought S T L S C. Maybe it's S. Maybe it's St. Louis, and then the S stands for St. Louis, and the I'm, C stands for City. I think it was City. Like it was. Um, it was la- later on during the day. Okay. So <laughs> we'll just throw that out there. Sorry, that so, was a long tangent. I kind of cut you off of your story, but I want to be able to use the right shorthand. We're gonna go with City. That was your yeah. best guess. S- city. Yeah, City. City works. So this Friends of Dan thing, my friend Dan Kohler, he was down in Austin for the first ever MLS game. That was two weeks ago. That's the first proper regular season city game. Correct. And so what happened was he was on at halftime and like for a halftime coverage, he was like on the Apple TV like they're showing us like pictures throughout the stadium and stuff like that. And wait, different... wait, wait. That's how you're introducing it. You're saying he was like on television, was te- was broadcast on television in image of your friend Dan. Correct. It was like like when you see during blues games, they're showing like the people walking down the hallway. Yeah, and but, stuff just like to, that. but just to be casually shown, that's a pretty unlikely and pretty kind of cool thing, right? So what we did is I took a still screenshot and it looks like he basically has bitter beer face or he ate a thousand warheads at one time so he's all puckered up his face is hilarious is it was there oh in that one shot in like that there one was shot. there was like a longer cut of him where he didn't look ridiculous correct but, in, so, but you found the worst frame correct Good. and so what we did is one of my friends started up a twitter account and it has him kind of doing a uncle sam instead of instead of i want you it's we, friends of dan and it's just him kind of pointing at you pucker face no, the pucker face is the one that thing that I was able I to see. add. Good, good, good. So I printed out a twenty-four by thirty-six of this thing, Jesus. put a QI QR code for the Twitter profile, and I in like his face is gigantic. It's like half the thing of him in bitter beer face. Oh my god! And so we are starting friends of Dan. This supporters is marketing group. brilliance. Oh my goodness! The or, it's organic, like we kind of talked about, like you were asking about. This is an organic supporters club. It's grassroots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is lovely. And it's the like I, I, you can add maybe picture art, and you can maybe just figure out what the hell's going on with the uh, picture art. I can send you of the poster. Oh, you gotta send it to me because that's gonna be this, the the thumbnail for this uh, episode. And then so yeah, I'm trying to bring it to Portland because I'm visiting our friend Ten and a Half, Kyle. Ah, Portland, Maine, my favorite. Of the yes, Portland I would never go. I haven't been to East Coast since like college. But yeah, it's a uh, Port- Portland, okay, Oregon. Okay. SC is playing away there, but gonna go skeet. I land. I leave tomorrow. You're going to skeet? 
ski oh, yeah, i'm gonna skeet all over mount hood oh yeah dude and actually yeah. i could be taken differently. Um, but yeah i'm going skiing on mount hood friday Ta- whoa, kyle's gonna be on the skiing? podcast my new my podcast on saturday i'm bringing the equipment out oh my goodness that's right shout outs to to kyle um yeah we just i hadn't seen him in 12 or 15 years saw kyle the other day that was nice um kyle hope you're doing well out there up in the northwest yeah, my good, uh, a very good friend of mine was. Oh, he's a, he's been a podcast guest, John Kushner. They used to live up there. They have since moved, but um, they lived about twenty five minutes from. Well, twenty five minutes from some like cidery place that we went to, where you're kind of at the base of Mount Hood, kind of looking up, and that was really cool. It was warm down there, but the mountains covered in snow and beautiful, yep. bright, sunny day. Re- yeah, really neat. And gosh, I got to tell you, man, that drive from Portland to that mountain. I assume you're going roughly a similar drive that we took from the airport to, to where my friend stayed. And it's just some of the prettiest stuff ever. It just seems just so clean and so natural and like on, on, unscrewed with, which I'm sure is not the case. I'm sure a bunch of other people would tell you that, that that's not the case. And it's, it's, it's polluted and it's ruinous, but there's just trees and bushes and, and wildlife everywhere. It seems so different from what you get around here. And there's no fences. There's no fences. You just you look out to the right of your car and there's just forest. And I was like, in theory, if you wanted to, could you pause your just stop your car, get out and just walk up the hill as far as you wanted? And John's like, yeah, if you wanted to, just, that's never the case around here, right? There's always a barbed wire fence and some. Where can you go besides federally owned land where you can do that? Anyway, I think it's beautiful up there. I think you're gonna love it. Yeah, and also houses up there for if you're living in the St. Louis area, basically anything you have here, multiply it by three, and that's what housing prices are up in uh, Portland right now. He actually just bought a house and I'm just like, oh, I mean, I understand there's the cost of living is higher, but also the wages up there are higher, but still that's that's not the best housing market just from a standard of cost of living if you could work yeah. remotely and live in yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, man, or anywhere like that. that anybody wants to live. It seems like within a couple years of realizing that a person wants to live there, it seems like nowadays they're like, let's, nope triple the prices real quick apparently phoenix arizona is doing the same thing austin of course is has done that pretty recently over the last 10 years it's like this is actually a cool place to go where it's not you might actually get some sort of diversity in in the types of types you know it's not all completely leaning one direction politically or anything like that and there's a bunch of cool new yeah a bunch of cool new stuff happening there and it's like oh people like it boom triple the prices and uh yeah, dude, where else are you going to go? I think one person accidentally mentioned Boise, Idaho on a podcast, and they're like, house prices are up 40% just from like one mention. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. I don't know. So should, Port- we, should, we, should we get Florson back on the map or even <laughs> Jennings? Oh, this is where it starts. Yo, hey, man. Hey, yo, low-key, though, low-key. We're talking about all these cities that where prices have gone up. Though, low-key, Florissant is one of the nicest places you can go. Dog, home prices are reasonable right now. It's a beautiful spot. All right, folks. Now keep an eye on home if you go to in Florida. We'll see how popular our podcast is. How much? How much sway do we have? How much? Uh, if you go to their high school there, you at least have uh, probably ninety-five percent chance of your four or five years there that one of your teachers will be fired for having sex with the student. Oh yeah, that's true. You got very that. high odds. And if you, I think there was another one oh, recently, like two years oh, ago. Jeez, man. You wish you could look that up, but then <laughs> I don't think there's a way to Google that without the FBI showing up. Like, high, if it has high school and sex in the same, yeah, I don't want to even attempt to research that it is kind of gross and i guess it's kind of gross to laugh about it except what are you supposed to do it's just it's so absurd and especially if you saw some of the teachers getting busted for this miss hammer like what's going on 
Who? What's happening over here? Anyway. Yeah. Um, shout outs. Allegedly, I should say. I don't. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, McClure North, we also had Larry Noel. Shout Chingy. outs, Larry Noel. We also had shout outs, Rocky Ryan. We also had shout outs, Rest in Peace. Who was the freshman baseball t- uh, coach that was also like a JV or varsity coach, Hogue? I didn't do. Jeez manly sports i did soccer <laughs> you did the co-ed sports um hey man i tell you what um it wasn't a bad place to be and it's, it's still so beautiful dude i that's it's like a lesser known spot I actually honestly i don't want this podcast to get out because too many people are probably going to hear about it and go move up there it. dude we should actually i wanted this to stay a secret that florissant is actually the place you really want to go live all right let's see if that has any effect it's, it's out there now a bunch of people in germany are Trying to find airline tickets right now so they can come and, and yes. view some properties in Florida. Yeah, all, all your uh, Russian people are going to move hey, here, too. Hey, that was six downloads, and I'm telling you. That's I like, what, 30%? <laughs> I, don't own, I don't know anybody from Russia. All right, let the record show. I don't know anybody from any of those countries. What if it was just one and it was Putin? Like, how would you take that? Oh, you're right. You just you, had one listener in Russia. Yeah, that's rough. Putin. That's a tough one because it's kind of like, I mean, it's still, it's a world leader. Um, hail Supreme Leader, um, in case that is you. It's not a Supreme Leader. They're a democracy. I don't know. <clears> they <throat> get poisoned. They, try, they, they poison everybody. They're a democracy. Did you not see that they vote for their leaders? Anyway. Just like us. Yeah, we're a democracy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, um, yeah, you want to be, yeah, it's a world leader, right? But it's kind of like it's a, it's a world leader that's kind of, it's well known for doing despicable things and that our country kind of is at odds with. I guess I would be mostly scared. I wouldn't have any feelings about it other than the feeling of being dragged off into an FBI van. I mean, I mean, aside from our past, I would say two presidents, I don't see them getting on a horse or probably a bear and going just like shirts off. Certainly not shirtless, yeah. yeah shirts no, off for thing. communism. Is that you haven't seen some of the shirtless photo, the shirtless real photos of Trump? There's a lot of photos of him. He's ripped. Oh my god, that that sounds so right. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, uh, I can see. Never mind. Yeah, no, um, no, I got no. I, I yeah, if if I did find out that the only the only the six downloads that came from Russia were like super high up political officials, I wouldn't know what to think. I would just be terrified. I would just be terrified. I would realize that my life's coming to an end even quicker than I thought, and I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be in shock. I think until the moment that the that the sniper bullet hit me in the neck, and then uh, you know, that oh, it would be way more subtle. Oh, you, oh, it would be one of those weird poison things where they kind of squirt it in your face at the airport. I mean, unless this is like some preclusion to Red Dawn happening, I don't think they're going to shoot be, anybody. It's not going to be nukes. Yeah, most likely not. Just for not just for me, not just for one guy. I w- maybe you're that threatening that you, one nuke per DT. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's two <laughs> nukes for this episode. Is that, man. is that you? All of a sudden, you see this missile coming down. You're like, uh oh. <laughs> and then yeah and over there they're like they're really excited because they're like we got them both with one they were you're, at the same house you were very composed for a missile coming out you just go uh-oh <laughs> yeah yeah wouldn't it be one that's like a looney tunes thing or something when they see the anvil coming on your face and they put up a sign that's like ah oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap ah bummer i'll just carry that around just carry around an old crap sign well you carried around a picture of your friend with a there's two pictures on there what was the other picture? There's two pictures of Dan on there. 
because if you want to be a friend of Dan, you need him in his best and his worst. Oh, that's right. You're not. You don't deserve me at my best if you're also not willing to let me completely berate you and wreck you in front of all your friends and steal all your money. Yep. And key your car because I got mad one time that you listened to the wrong song on Spotify and Can it, you, it messed up my recommended. What would you do if like basically keys are kind of going away because like I'm oh, in my yeah. basement I'm having What's like one where you put in new, a pin code. What's gonna be the new key your car? Like you can't have you can't key somebody with a fo- with a fob. Key, you know what? What do you do? Is like blunt like put a little bitty dent in oh, it no, and be no, like no, gotcha. No. The new the keys didn't ever didn't always exist. There were forms of vandalism before car keys exist. Keying somebody's car was a, was an act of opportunistic anger. Right, that was keys didn't always exist. They just did. Some, I think they just set fire to your hut before that, and now then it turned into keys, which was what arguably. You would, can you key somebody's hut? They <laughs> <No>, had <laughs> yeah, these big bone bone keys, like back one in piece of straw is missing or something like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Vandalism. Uh, they just hack off your hand because they then they found out later it was actually just a gust of wind. Uh, uh, what's going to be the new king? The new form. The new form of like petty unrequited love vandalism or whatever or like angry ex-girlfriend vandalism um Isn't it like doxing or something can like we that? just go back i think to, i know what doxing is but can we just go back to spray painting can we just go back to tagging uh, maybe that's too easy how about cinder block through the window no no, no that's 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 no you put the car on cinder blocks and you steal their vehicles steal the rims north county style steal their cars oh which type of rims are we talking these spinning plastic rims that were all the I wanted spinning plastic rims so bad, dude. I'm dude, an adult like $20 now. $20 at Kmart. I can afford them now. Let's look them up real quick. As a, as a di- uh, the last dying act of this uh I mean, because if, if you're on riding spinners, they don't stop. Spin- I'm pretty sure yeah. somebody's rapped about that. Yeah, you all know it's true. The 3-6 Mafia told us all about it. Juicy J and uh, Project Pat, they got together and... Uh, and they described what what spinners were like. So I think they were talking specifically about like powered spinners. These were not the Walmart ones. He said the rims still roll, like the car sitting still, but the rims still rolling. Man, they off the chain. Well, that is. I thought that was chingy, where you would you're on Highway 270, you're going to Natural Bridge Road, which wrote, doesn't exist. You the, the Holiday Inn. Yeah, because when you pull up and you stop and park, the rims are still spinning. Man, they off the chain. So as long as the rims are spinning. I could you could put like one of those big pinwheel things on the side, attach a pinwheel to it. And technically, that's a spinning rim. Are you talking about generating energy as a uh, as a function of spinning rims? Well, no, it goes counterclockwise. I see. Okay, it's gonna it's uh, which makes sense. Uh, the, the spinners, <laughs> oh, the spinners. This is like a oh, the spinners, um, dude. They are they drop bangers. They're guys that sing Rubber Band Man. Uh, they did a remix of Frankie okay. Valley's "Working My Way Back to You." Oh, wow, oh yeah, look up spinners. Motown Records. Yeah, if you want some Motown um, bangers, that's them. Spinners wheels is the next suggestion by MrGoogle.com. Spinners so dub a, wheels. Oh, that's like a big brand name or something. Dub wheels. Um, well, there I, used to be the place in Northwest Plaza. Like that was the last place I think that was open. There was just the rim store. Oh, the people need their rims. That one doesn't even look symmetrical. That's gonna look none silly of them look like heck. they spin. Well, they're all gonna spin when you put them on the the, the axle, and then you drive. That one away, looks like right? it's. Um, oh, you're talking about spin the two pieces, one that spins independently of the other. Actually, the first one looks like it's um like a, a the blank. shield logo from Avengers. All right, spinner rims, guys, look them up. Get yourself some spinners. Hashtag North County. Yeah, spinners were big when we were kids. I was really excited when some California folks, uh, the Three Six Mafia, namely they uh, shout out to Three Six. I went and looked them up. Only one of them is is deceased. Um, I can't remember who it was. Crunchy Black. No. No, it was either. Lord th- I thought it was Six or Mafia. Uh, 
anyway, most of them are doing okay. Some still performing. Some I think sitting on the sitting on the stacks that they put together during their during their career, which was big in the '90s. And I think one of the and they were one of the first hip hop groups to win a Grammy in 2000. I believe it was 2006. And uh, shout out to Three Six Mafia. Um, that is random knowledge that you just threw out there. Like you were, I'm not even going to Google that. I'm just going to assume it's correct based off the confidence and the voice and just your delivery. Sure, my completely flat delivery. <laughs> it's my ultra charismatic <laughs> flat delivery. Don, that brings us up to about the end of this podcast. Is there anything we need to wrap up before we call it? <laughs> is this one of those moments when you're leading a meeting on Zoom and most people's screens are blacked out so you can't tell if anybody's like trying to get off mute to say something and you got to figure out how long you wait through the silence before you go, all right, all right, guys, talk to you next week. Well, I so whenever I get off a call like that, I just throw these, uh, the switch on my electricity to my entire house <laughs> just to make sure. So no Wi-Fi, no electricity, nothing can go out. All right. Then you can turn 3-6 Mafia back on without any fear that people are over here and you going, going bananas at 11.45 a.m. after you just got off your weekly uh your, your weekly or weekly corporate call. synergy call about <laughs> touching right. base and making sure Dude, we what's all coming down the pipeline don what's coming through the pipeline you know what i don't know but i am going to follow up with other resources and then i'll get back to you as soon as possible we're going to touch base again next week all right thank you so much and i do appreciate your synergy on that one guys i'm gonna go ride spinners they don't stall <laughs> don thanks for being on for an eighth time i'm glad we got a chance to tie those things together it's been a little too long I'm going to get this thing uploaded to the internet so that the world can hear all about us. And my 101 listeners out there in Germany, um, I don't want to accidentally butcher some German. I'm going to look something up for next time. But you guys are great. Thanks for listening. And, uh, hey, we'll talk to you next time. Don, I'm going to let you close it out. Uh, Russian listeners, you guys are cool, despite whoever you might be or who you are. or Yeah, you human, guys are all good people. Humans are humans, and we love you guys too. All right, take it easy. <laughs>